What's going on, everybody? It's the Free Lunch Bunch. Brad the Dad speaking here on behalf of myself and the whole Free Lunch Bunch crew. We want everybody to sit up here and be safe. Keep your eyes open and your hearts closed to all the bullshit and terrible narrative that you out here seeing in the world right now. Because of what's going on right now in this country, I decided to put up a pre-recorded show, but rest assured that what's going on right now will 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 be addressed and we will talk about that at our finest convenience latest convenience action so with that being said i want everybody to be safe out there and stay tuned we got some shit to talk about if you have a lot of things going on in your life right now you don't have a chance to misplace your energy and ironically that's what the next episode is about until then y'all be good i love each and every one of y'all basically What's up, everybody? It's the Free Lunch Bunch. I'm your man, Brad the Dad. And I'm your man, Piper the Villain. Yes, sir. So, uh, it's a bright, sweltering, lovely day outside. Uh, this quarantine shit has been provisionally lifted. I don't trust that they're opening gyms and stuff tomorrow. No. And I don't, I don't trust no parts of this. Trust you, nothing. You know, like, they're only opening shit back up because people are not making money, not because it's safe. Period. Let's just put that out there right now. But among everything, man, you know, it's very nice. Um, as of late, you know, on the personal level, uh, things have been going very well for most of us. Um, you know, the same uh, sex, drugs, rock and roll, death, all that shit's going on out here right now. So it's a pretty good one. But we want to speak today about uh, how important... The transactions between energy is in anybody's lives. So we can speak from an adult standpoint or whatever, but we're just going to share stories about how and why you should protect your energy and everything that's, you know, associated with that one. Piper, if you do that. Um, I like to call these people uh, siphon suckers. Uh, people that take energy from you physically, emotionally, um, financially to a degree even, um, but more so taking the energy that makes them feel good about themselves is a lot what I'm seeing going on. Uh, whether it's, you know, family, uh, using your energy to get into negative family conflicts. It's friends who use your energy to make themselves feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, spouses or potential spouses even you see a lot of uh women who won't date dudes you see a lot of guys that won't date certain women but go around that person because of how they make them feel and they don't want them they just want that little bit of make me feel better about me from that person they don't want to date you they don't want to entertain you hell they don't even want to have sex with you they just want. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. You know, they only want the most, you know, basic of needs. They, they, they take from. They take the pieces of you, from you to make themselves feel better. And I see a lot of that going on, especially um, on social media. I mean, you see it around the neighborhood. A lot of motherfuckers politicking with girls like, I'm, you know, I would never date this bitch, but I'm going to use her. Uh, because she she likes me, she'll let me borrow a car. You see a lot of that shit. You see a lot of women who won't date a guy who you know that will be like, mm, I don't want to date him, but he told me I'm pretty, so 
it's a lot. It's a lot of back and forth with the like, with the energy, when you, man. When you think about it, like I just had a nice little like highlight reel of mercenary. Like it's all mercenary acts. Like everybody has been taught to be a gun for hire. When because you know it's like we sit up here and we hang around people, and everybody's like. We understand that friendship or you being endeared to somebody, all of them are on the same level. That's why you see people that get upset when they say somebody else is my best friend. Like, you gonna have one best friend. You be like, yo, chill. Like, uh-huh. they're my best friend for another reason. Like, you, the, the, like your spot is not compromised because this motherfucker is my best friend. Yeah. But people don't get it. And it's like, You have to really piece all these folks together just to get a decent person. And it's bad because you don't realize how much people aren't well-rounded until you just see them at their absolute worst. Like, damn, that was an easy read. You could have never done that. You really fucked up. And you sit up there and, you know, you do the comparison to yourself, you don't say it out loud. That's rude. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, oh man, you're a terrible motherfucker. Like, because I used, like, man, I used to do it all the time when I was a teenager. Because your world is so small, your thinking is so primitive that you think what you're going through is the ultimate experience. You go out into yes. the world and you see some different shit. You be like, man, I'm over here complaining about this nigga. I could, it could have been worse. I could have been group home crazy. You know, I could have been all that type of shit. <laughs> Let me be thankful for my terrible uh, behaving, acting parents. They do right, but they do wrong. You know, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Let's just leave that shit alone. You know what I see a lot of, too? I see a lot of people using people for their energy of, like, in the sense of financial gain. Like, you see somebody who has what you want. So you start picking their brain, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be around people who have, who are knowledgeable in the field that you want to dive into. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But on under any other circumstance, you wouldn't talk to that person. You you have no real interest. And it's not even from a business point of view. Like because most people like they charge for consultant services. As they should. Because yeah, you know people even like if you're in a state where you're starving, like you're starving for entertainment. You're starving for intimacy. You're starving for sex. You are really in the mode of... like You really have tunnel vision towards what your goal is. And who's to say that you'll be honorable in your desperation? That that rarely happens in those situations. And you have to be very mindful of how you navigate that. You should be charging people for that. Because people do not appreciate nothing that you give them for free. Let's just just keep that 100%. I like to call them assholes. Oh. Ask holes. A S Harry Ask Crumbs. Holes. Ask and holes. Ask holes. Okay. Because those are the people that ask you questions a hundred times a day and don't listen to not a goddamn thing that you advise them on doing. I stop talking to people like that. Or I start telling them wrong advice because it's hilarious to me. Because you don't That's you're so not gonna good. listen. I, yeah. I mean no 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 no. I'm I'm not above you. I'm not better than you. Because <laughs> I do that too. Like, yeah, because you're not gonna listen to me anyway. <laughs> and like I like to do like little social like little social experiments to see if I tell you the complete wrong thing to do, if you'll actually go and do the right thing what I really want you to do. And you know what? And 
that's taking energy from you, giving them bad energy. Yeah. And that's, and I, get, uh, yeah I gotta, I gotta mind fuck you into making sound moral decisions. But I think that's just the way of the world. I don't because people don't appreciate you being genuine. No, not at all. Like it, not it, at it all. just doesn't happen. Like you really have to be somebody fake to make somebody feel better about themselves, and that's just not something I'm willing to do at my age. You ever dealt with somebody that's like, you do what you say, what you're going to do, and they're like, oh my god. You really meant that. And they're like impressed by you holding your word and it's like, yeah. You know what? I don't, but see, why you want to be like, bitch, for real, like, for real, for real, there's not too many people that follow through on something that's meaningful to them. Like, we are triggered by drama and destruction. Like, these are just things that, that these are the selling points to TV shows. To music, like definitely reality. The, like TV. controversy brings people to the table. Not nothing like good that you can build upon. People don't do that, and it's like it's really like it's thinking about this is like damn man, niggas really ain't like ain't shit. Like okay, well, did you see that sidebar? Yeah, speaking of like just reality TV and shit like that. Did you see why Master P and Romeo stopped fucking? What's that show that they're on? Uh, um. I think it's grown up hip hop or some shit like that. It can't be. It can't be nothing good as why. Yeah. So, Master P had a video recorded of him talking to the producers, and he's like, he's like, why y'all keep trying to like fictionalize stories? Said, I thought this was supposed to be reality TV. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why y'all keep trying to like force shit or like push shit mm-hmm. into place to either a spark drama mm-hmm. or b spark a fake romance? And they were like, no. And he's arguing with the producer. And the producer's like, no. I just want to see. Romeo fall in love with Angela, which is Rev Run's daughter. Mm-hmm. And she and Master P's like, well, if he don't like her, he don't like her. Why don't you trying to force that fake energy of like them being in a relationship for your ratings? Yeah. And they left the show. Be, be, because the producer's trying to make some, oh, we left because of creative differences. No. Master P told Romeo, we leaving the shit because they're not about to force us into some fake ass situation. I mean, y'all both right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that, is, that is really creative differences, but it's like, come on, man! Everything around you that they build up is is a is a mirage. Like none of this shit is real. And so when you have something real in your face, you really have to like, oh, really? This is this is really what was happening? Like, yeah. And honestly, I don't think too many people can tell what's fact and what's fiction out here in the world potentially. So like. You have people just really reaching until they got something substantial in their clutches and then, oh, I got to hang on to this. That's why people uh, hang out with a person that is more knowledgeable or way more entertaining or just has something to give. People gravitate towards folks like that. Like a girl being pretty. Niggas gravitate towards pretty women, right? Naturally. But it's the opposite effect if this other marginal beauty, beautiful women in the room, like a cold motherfucker coming there, you should see the faces of these women and be like, mm. like they will find something wrong with her. And I'm like, this bitch is stunning. Like y- y'all don't have to be in competition for everything. And that's what people have to understand about energy in general. Some things you are born with, other things you can acquire. Now, that's the difference between talent and skill. Skill is something that you work at feverishly until you get great at it. Yes. Talent is something you just wake up with, like, yeah, man, you know I can do that better than you. Like, right. it don't make no damn sense how talented Jamie Foxx is. 
Don't make no damn sense. At fucking all. You can do everything, nigga. This this isn't matter to me in the group. I'm, this might be up for debate. <laughs> but they asked in our social group, who is the more talented actor between Jamie Foxx and Will Smith? I said, uh-huh. ja- I said Jamie. I said, and I quote, Jamie Landslide. Uh-huh. In the sense of like acting range. Don't get me wrong. I love Will Smith. Yeah, like... But if we're talking about who has the better toolbox, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Because Jamie Foxx can do anything he fucking wants to do. And why is that a de- like? Why is it a debate? Now, Will Smith? I don't know how we got into this, but whatever. Right. <laughs> Will Smith, blockbuster, award-winning actor and rapper. But he ain't getting up on no stage and do no comedy. Yeah, like yeah, all his all all, and, all and, his wise cracks are, are in the script. Yeah, like, yeah, he's <laughs> not. And, and the thing was, I was like, if if I'm going big budget, I'll probably go Will Smith. If yeah. I want oh, yeah. some character death, oh yeah, I'm gonna go Jamie Foxx. But that's neither here or there. People in the group were ready to fight me. I don't care. Only like ten percent of y'all can fight. Now I'm only worried about the other ninety. I'll beat y'all ass. But. <laughs> It's got to self promote. Yeah, landslide. And, that, and that's what you do. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I meant what you. I said. Um. <laughs> <But> back, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Back to the shit, though. Love All right, love. well, um, have there been any instances where you've, like, not only like, did you stop a situation where somebody's trying to take some like take take some positive energy from you? Yeah, the, the and thing, you caught them and like, hey, yeah, yeah and like, or I, I just start being cool on them because I get as a thirty four year old, you get to the point where you don't even want to exchange words with people. You just like you know what you did wrong, and I ain't about to keep fucking with you, and I'm cool on your shit. Um, and I get a lot of um. I used to get a lot of women that want to be around me because of how I make them feel. Guilty. You, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? And even to a degree, maybe how they made me feel. Because, you know, so we're all guilty of siphoning energy too. But, you know. But hold on. I, I might be a little bit ignorant with this, but what energy are you siphoning from women? The energy of being in the, like you said, walking in the room with a pretty woman. But then it's like, I don't even go with them. So, like, I get tired of the facade, the old, you know, the older I got. Um, well, you know that's on you, right? Oh, that's absolutely my fault. That's, <laughs> that's 120% my yeah, fault. This is my fault, man. That's the big fault, man. She ain't coming in looking good. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, you don't I, want I, it I would never bring that situation up. My thing is now that I'm old enough to be like, I don't need to be around a whole bunch of cute-ass girls to feel good about myself because fuck you, I like me now. You know? That's that, a true fucking statement. Like, you know what I mean? I don't need to. I don't need to compensate by stop the fucking presses. Look, you, hey, like I don't need to compensate by having somebody pretty on my arm to make me feel validated anymore. I walk in the room, fuck you. I'm that nigga. You yeah. want to acknowledge you? Well, I'm you know, fuck you. But, <laughs> but you understand how like how much you really have to go through, like mentally, to even get that type of confidence. That takes years of getting beat upside the head by all these unforeseen obstacles and he's like man fuck it i'm cool with me like i'm i'm good because nigga let me tell you something about (laughs) confidence it can be acquired but it's best that you go and look for it on your own as opposed to just you know like 
It's ugly dudes. There's dudes that's marginally talented and whatever. Mm-hmm. And they just have all this confidence because you need something to feed off of. Like, you have to, like, perfect example. If you're a psychopath, like, the way they portray, well, Michael Jordan portrayed himself. Because we didn't heard all types of terrible stories about Michael Jordan mm-hmm. or whatever. But he needed something to keep himself going. And that's a real thing because I would imagine during the time of this quarantining, people don't really have much motivation to do anything else. Like, you were mad that first week that, I mean, the week after the first week because, you know, should we get to go off, nigga? Like, we just work from home? Yeah. Working from home ain't for everybody. You need uh, to be motivated to do things yeah, around the Certain crib. people do. I, I'm personally far more focused working from home. Shout out to the coronavirus. Uh, I guess. <laughs> people got some shit done. But for the most part, you need to find reasons to keep yourself going. Absolutely. So I, that's why I fucked with that right there. But everybody doesn't have that intrinsic motivation to just be, be great. No. And it's a problem because if you're the opposite, you're looking at these weird people like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, so you don't want better for yourself? Because you can't take mine because you didn't want to use yours. That's some bullshit. Yes. And I'm going to treat you as such. And, you know, I understand giving people bad advice because uh, I don't want to talk to nobody about their relationships. And they keep making the same mistakes with the same type of person. They date the same type of men, the same type of women. And they ain't shit. And I'm like, yo, you, you... You you got a hand in this. Like yeah. nobody comes into the kitchen not ready to cook nothing. Well, I'm starving. Bitch, your hands work too. Like you didn't right, right. You, you you had something to do with this. In the words of everybody's black mama, go make your ass a sandwich. <laughs> and you have the t- like this is the thing. Even the worst of us has the tools to be at least a decent person. Yes. And that's so fucked up that we have to you know, look at it like that because there's so many raggedy motherfuckers out here. Like, take away the male and female component. Yep. There's so many people that, like, if we're talking about the moral fiber that you have, it's, it's paper thin. Like, a nice breeze will snap your moral fiber and twine, and you can be looking stupid as fuck. Oh, man. Well, I'm gonna do- well then you don't have much to stand on. Yeah. You don't have much of a foundation. Back wasn't strong enough, young yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, and you stuck. <laughs> Like, I personally won't let nobody take the way I feel about me away. Like, and people have fucked up shit to say about you. Most of the time, it's people that know you for real. Because strangers are in love with the facade. Absolutely. When people hang out with you and they see how you tick and see the other side of you, that's when they start coming with the knives. So, you know, it makes sense why they killed Caesar. <laughs> Bruce and them knew was it. Hey man, that nigga over there in that toga. This nigga feeling himself. Bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and see, and that's a bad thing. You feeling <laughs> yourself. You can feel yourself, but you don't have to flex. You can feel yourself and you don't have to be nasty. It's just I'm cool in what I'm doing. And me bigging myself up doesn't knock anybody else down. That's what I didn't understand. Like, remember rap was was positive? Man. U-N-I-T-Y. I mean, kind of a little bit like that. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, like when women stuck together, you yeah, yeah. don't do that shit yeah. anymore. So like everything is a competition. And I mean, I get it. But we're not taking nothing from you because the, the spirit of competition is 
you make me better, I'll make you better. And it's better for the sport. It's for the community. It's for all this other shit like that. Mm-hmm. It should always say that way. You can't do that if somebody is using your information and weaponizing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like, And that's more towards the jealous men that have came around me. Like, ain't there a lot of like bitch assness in the hood? Like for real? Like, uh, well, yeah, of course. Like, 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 and they try to like mask it with them. Like, it's like, nah, you, you, you soggy. I see it. Well, I mean, but because of how you move, like, you know what I mean? A hundred percent. And I don't get upset with nobody no more because when I realize the stock that you come from, like, if you have come from a weak bloodline, the fuck I'm gonna do about that? Like. You were raised by motherfuckers that do that bullshit, and this is just who you've come to be. Now, a motherfucker told you this is how life is, and you never thought to venture outside of what you were taught to be a better anything. And it becomes a problem when somebody is not going to be in the same box as you. Like, I, like, I love my parents. I love everybody around me. But the shit I go through in the day-to-day, they don't get to see that. So I still have to make up my own philosophy about how I navigate through this treacherous-ass thing we call life. Mm-hmm. That's just me after years of being a fuck-up, having regrets and doing all these terrible things that didn't benefit me. Like, I would give to somebody before I gave to myself. That takes energy away from you because you have all this positive energy to give people. That means you should have a surplus somewhere for yourself. Just in case. You definitely should have a reserve. But a whole reserve. A young person doesn't think that way because you all to the good, but when is the good gonna give back to you? That's why you purposely leave some shit off to the side for yourself. Like what they say with that financial shit. Yeah, pay yourself first. You should always pay yourself first when it comes to people because they're there to take things from you. That is what that's the society we're living in. Everything is transactional. I can't do that nice for you unless we got the rapport to where we're cool enough to where Man, I don't worry about that money, man. I did that because you was fucked up. Right. my partner. Like, right. It's, but, and like you said, that rapport is important because I'm like that with my inner circle because I know eventually that good energy will come back to me because we've had that rapport. But these other motherfuckers, it's like, no, no, no. Well, you know what? I don't give, I don't give the people unless I know I can do without what I'm giving. Absolutely. Like, I don't... like. I can't tell you how many times I've said something terrible to somebody and like that moment stays in Paul's in their lives and it could be years later and I don't remember what the fuck I said. Like I've had so many shots I've thrown at people. They're like, man, you said this about me. I'm like, I said that? All the time. Damn. You know how many times people were telling me about the mean jokes I've said? I'm like, bro, to you that was probably the most horrible, horrible day in your <laughs> life and to me it was Tuesday. Yeah, like 100%. And it, it was nothing malicious. It was more of me doing something. Because, like, if you can remember some shit I said in an isolated moment, and it drove you to say something to me five, six years down the line, I did what I was supposed to do. Because regardless if you remember the product, if you remember the tagline, it don't matter if you remember the product. You just stay on that bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I did the right thing. And so they always greet you with love. Because love is how you lure people in before you stab them. Uh, back to the, Brut- the Brutus thing. Hey, Steve, you did a real good job in Rome, baby. Hold this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rome is everybody's motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but the, uh, the aspect of dealing with people that constantly 
constantly. Like when I say siphon energy, it's not like Brad was saying with the rapport of having with somebody where that energy gets comes back to you. We're talking about the people that constantly take from like, and that's why I say siphon, mm-hmm. constantly take. It's no gift back. There's no. There's no, there's no reverse card in this game of Uno. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's, it's just constant take. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're a burden. Yeah. You're a burden. You're the, and, and what helps you? What help? Let me ask you personally. What helps you sift through dealing with people who you know will give that energy back to you versus the people that just take from you? Well, everything is a trial basis. To be honest, like. I feel like I'm not trying to let nobody be judged off one bad experience. Like, everybody, the best of us, have you ain't shit moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was some, that was some shitty shit you just did right there. Homie. Absolutely. But I don't want to let that be the basis. If you have, like, you have a bad day, you have a bad year, whatever the case may be. But we're looking at your track record. And I trust my instincts enough to be like, all right, so what you about to do with this? Because, you know, if I'm giving you something, I at least need to know why I'm giving mine to a motherfucker that has nothing. Like, I need to know, oh, what you about to do with this, man? Because it's insignificant to me, but I want to see what your attention behind somebody helping you is. Because help is help. Regardless of the hand that you got, it might be a clean hand, a dirty hand, a bloody hand. You're getting help when you didn't have it. And people often refuse to honor somebody helping them. Because if you didn't have it, I mean, you know, like like somebody owe you money and they didn't have it to give you, but they gave it to you anyway. They should never have to they shouldn't have to come get you to get their money back. To get what they gave you when they didn't need back. You should never have to go through that. Yeah. But people think, oh, that stupid motherfucker helped me. Oh damn, you one of them type of niggas? Oh, we I'm cool on you. Yeah. And, and I won't even tell you I'm cool on you. I just that I, mean, I just that part I just fizzle away. I ain't about to just argue. I'm just gonna just gonna fade into black. Mm-hmm. Don't mind me. Like <laughs> and look, by me not fucking with you, it's not nothing personal to me. It's just I know I can't deal with that because you get your education in life by your friends, the people you're around with, and access. Like yo, I've been around the, I've been around some terrible people, and for most people. I'm the terrible person, depending on who you had to tell the story. It is what the fuck it is. Because in order for this thing called life to continue, there has to be a villain. Can nobody come over here saying, this is black and this is white. Most people are in the gray area, depending on who you ask. But it's not a sexy story if everything is gray. Like, oh, man. you know. And then people are entertained by the lie. I can tell you the truth. The truth might not be a sexy sale. But, oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh he did what? Ooh, wee, I like that. Oh, so sex, drugs, and rock and roll is going to sell this one. I'm like, don't none of us smoke. None of us drink. She's a virgin. I was the bad guy. <laughs> so this is how it goes. You got to point figures to say this person is bad, that person is bad. No, nigga, we all out here participating in wrong. Depending on what it is. So you think you better than me. Okay, it's people that grade sin. Like, this is an upper tier saying this is a sin. Like, yeah, bro, the, the, the child molesters and the shoplifters are going to be in the same hell. That, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's, what they, that's what they've led you to believe. Yeah. It's the same thing when you've done wrong with somebody. 
oh, it ain't that bad. It, of course it's that bad. If I'm the motherfucker that's being wronged. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you broke at my house. That's fucked up. You shot my brother. That's fucked up. There's no grade. This is this is 1A and this is 1B. No, no, I'm mad. By both. My brother got a hole in his arm and somebody kicked my door off the hinges. Anger. Revenge. Something got to happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The big payback. You know what I'm <laughs> Fuck all that, man. People trip. People trip. And they think you, like, every time you decide to do something that's better for you, they say you acting funny. You moving different. But I can't be around you if you're doing the exact same thing all the time for every situation. Especially since we've been kids. And when I see. Oh, my God. And there's a difference between acting funny and growing up. Yeah. And wanting better. There's a whole big difference in that. And the people that say you're acting funny, tip nine times out of ten, aren't growing. Well, you know what, man. Whether it be emotionally, whether oh. it be financially, whether it be, you know, just just not wanting more. And my thing is, it's one thing to be like, oh, you've changed. It's like, you're still you. You just want more. There's yeah. nothing wrong with wanting more or wanting better. Yeah, well, and, and people shame that shit. Like, how how dare you want to upgrade from a one bedroom apartment to a three bedroom house? Want to have bad? Yeah, but yeah, but you, you it's, it's it's all is going to be about perspective when it comes to this because this is a social issue, and people are socialized to want what isn't available to them, or seems like to be impossible. Like, <clears throat> you can go out and see the world. Like, it's motherfuckers I know that they never left. Columbus, older than me, I'm like, damn, bro, you ain't never been to Dayton. Ain't never stepped outside of 270. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm not saying you ain't living your life, but you're not living if you've only been on one street your whole life. Like, nigga, now no, because something about you has to say there has to be more. It's a lot of people that I've grown up with that people that you love. But you got the mindset of a person that's born to lose. It's motherfuckers that you know ain't gonna never like this. Like if they go up there, they get a job doing something regular. Like you're a regular citizen now, but if you did all this after you came home, you looked at it as a failure because you're not rolling around and living in access like everybody else plans to. Like I always tell motherfuckers, man, look, if I got some money, man. It's not going to make me happy if I get a bunch of money. And people look at you like you're crazy. Like, nah, nigga, money's not going to make me happy. Money just means that my bills are paid. But it's people that got 40, 50, 60 million. They got to deal with the pressure of having 40, 60, 50 million. And what does that change in your life? The quality of life doesn't change. You just get in and go on the plane. But you're still dealing with your trauma. You're still dealing with your anxiety. It's just now you got on polo draws to the fruit of the loom. And not only that, Mo, Biggie told y'all more money, more problems. Yeah. And, and if you're making more money, that means more people are going to come with their hand out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's just the, 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 the financial shit. If you're a person that come from nothing, you hard press to let anybody take some shit from you. And that's always been my thing. Like, man, look, if I got to give you, I'll give it to you. Like, oh, well, you know, I need $10. Here's 20 don't, don't call me if you need some more shit because it's, it's yeah. like I'm, I'm giving you what you need and then some because this doesn't make or break me. And this motherfuckers have got millions that they're shrewd. And understandably, 
If you put in work, like, man, look. How many people had to die for Tony Montana to be Tony Montana? Man, listen. Like, how was the earth uprooted and burned and then planted again before him to be the man? That's the same shit you have to think about when people have acquired something that ain't no regular shit. Like, if you come from being homeless and own a duplex, how much shit you had to go through just to achieve said goal? It's the same principle applied when somebody has something that you envious of. Because why are you hanging around motherfuckers that got more than you and you don't have, like you don't tend to work hard. You tend to, to be manipulative, to be deceitful. Yeah, nigga, you, you think a motherfucker ain't about to, like, you don't know what I'm willing to live with in order to protect mine. That's what people don't understand about energy being protected. Because your energy is anything you give into the world that comes from a positive or negative place. So, you come to me looking for something positive. And if I don't like the interaction, then I, I should get away from you. Because if I feel like you planned me and you're going to take something from me, you will see the negative energy too. And the negative energy has no bounds as well because this has been a dog-eat-dog world as long as we've been alive. And, hey, man, you know, uh, I can't tell you what I'm going to do in that situation. I might play it cool. I might not. Hey, the pressure's on. You got to react. You got to do what you need to do. So how do you protect said self? Shit, that's really up to the person you're talking about because even the biggest bitch of us will pull that trigger if they know their life is on the line. Man, you a whole ass nigga, but that was some G shit you did, man. That nigga struggled with y'all trying to take your family. He blew his face off his face, nigga. Right. That was crazy. And when you put a person back against the wall, you leave them no choice but to lash out. So good luck. <laughs> so my question to you is, um, what's something that you used to do notoriously to steal energy for somebody? Um, <laughs> believe it or not, I used to be an asshole. And that's why I hate them so much. I won't say hate them. I dislike them with a deep-seated passion. And I was a person that used to always ask advice because I was very, um, coming up very insecure of the decisions I would make because I was always worried about somebody feeling like they are going to take an L based on my decisions. And some of my decisions yeah. I needed probably, probably to be selfish with yeah. to make myself excel. Um, and I used to notoriously just call friends, um, call family, like, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? And I was a, used to be a big box of uncertainty. Indecision. Man, listen. <laughs> and, and the older I got, like, I, you just, I just had to be more comfortable with being like, if I make a decision... I, I can only use my best judgment. I like to think I have a pretty good moral compass. Best I can do is make a decision that, you know, hopefully nobody feels like they're taking the L in. But sometimes the decisions you make, somebody's gonna have to take that gonna take that loss. And you don't want it to get to that, but it's it's the way I mean it just comes to territory of growing up. Somebody's gonna lose. And you have to be comfortable in that and not keep doing it and that's why I said earlier like I used to be around you know pretty girls all the time feeling like I needed to go somewhere with everybody now like well before this shit hit I used to go to the movies by myself yeah I was comfortable like I'm cool with being I like me 
And I had to grow to liking myself. How many years did it take to get there? Till I, till I genuinely was like, man, fuck this. I don't need nobody's help. Yes. But, man, let me be honest. Let me think about when it really hit me. I would have to say probably mid to mid-20s. So probably like 25, 26-ish. Mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to do in the sense of career. I knew what I knew where I wanted to be. I knew who I wanted to be with if I was to share my life with somebody. Um, and I was comfortable with that decision. And like, and some people along the way um, felt slighted. And, and it was like, it's, it's not because I hate you or I despise you. I have to do for me too, mm-hmm. emotionally, financially, uh, physically, just everything. And if I, my mom used to say, one of my mom's favorite sayings is, you can't take care of anyone else if you can't take care of yourself first. Okay. If you don't have a firm, your feet planted firm in the ground, you, you can't lift anybody else up. Like, you, you can't. You just can't. So I had to be comfortable in being like, I, I have to help myself first. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, mental health, uh, physical health, um, financially, you know, my security, like I had to do it because, hey, nobody else is going to want to fucking be with you if you can't even take care of yourself. You know, be a 27-year-old fucking man-child and nobody wants to be with that shit. Like, not longevity-wise. I'll be fun. Oh, no, oh, no. But... Yeah, I'll be fun for the weekend, but that's about it. Like, oh, no, you can stretch it out further than the weekend. It's okay. <laughs> a whole nother episode. We will dive into it. It can be done. Right. No, 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 no. Keep the sequel don't, to this. Don't get, <laughs> don't get it fucked up. It, it ends bad, though. Yeah. It's, 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 no, it's not yeah. no rags to rich story. You ain't right. no rags to rich niggas. So I'm going to tell you, it is possible. Right. Because just like people are look like people are looking for something substantial in the trash. Like... Diamonds in the rough is a saying that people believe in. I'm like, no, listen. If we out here fighting the same fight, racing the same race, at some point, the light has to click on your head that this or this is like this or is or isn't the thing for you to do. One thing I used to do notoriously is I used to just sit up here and be super duper dismissive off the device i mean off the advice i would get like the worst thing that ever happened to me when i was young is a motherfucker told me i was smart now there's a difference between being smart and being a person that makes correct decisions i got the label of being smart but i would constantly keep making bad decisions after getting advice from reputable people I would just willfully ignore it because I felt like smart could push me through. It didn't work that way. And I never pointed fingers at the people that told me because I knew exactly that what I was doing was wrong. Isn't but it, you don't care. Isn't it funny how fearless we were in our arrogance in our younger, in our youth? Yeah, because you're, you're resilient. You're, you're tough because, oh my God, like life is throwing so many punches at you. And, you know, when you got your guard up at first, everything is strong. But that's the first round. By the seventh round, them forearms is tender. You over here trying to hold on, you know, you're trying to protect your body. And then mm-hmm. you drop that hand, the chin. Yeah. And now you're on the ground looking stupid and you're over here mad. You ain't mad the nigga to hit you. You mad the nigga to tell you to get up. You be like, 
Fuck you, boy. This nigga just took my face off, bro. Like, <laughs> fuck this 10 count. I don't want to <laughs> do this no more. Fuck this 10 count. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but as a person, you got to get back up. And sometimes that's easier said than done because, oh, my God, you're giving all this positive energy to people. And then when you look to get some of that return, you by yourself. That's why a lot of times, you know, people talk about their depression and anxiety. It's like this. You give your best to people that you care about. And you may be the only person doing that. It's kind of difficult to go through life knowing that in most situations, you're all you have. But you'll be everything else to somebody else. That's a horrible fucking feeling that I don't wish on nobody. But I've been there before. It takes you to a dark place because instead of living... Now you're in survival mode. So all the people looking for something for nothing, other people that have it, I'd be like, yeah, man, uh, there's a lot to be said for somebody that's dealing with their demons in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want you to think that everything in life is a fairy tale because you see the success story. Nobody ever tells you exactly everything that the underdog goes through. Mm-hmm. Like, you get a glimpse of it because it's dramatized. Like, Rocky. Everybody loves Rocky. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a regular old bum-ass Italian dude that beat Apollo Creed to become champion, champion of the world. They didn't tell the whole story. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, movies and, like, videos and song shit, they never tell the whole fucking story. Like, you get a glamorized version of what could happen. You talking about life? That shit didn't happen like that. Come right. on, nigga. Some niggas just won't beat Apollo Creed, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and, he was a physical. He was a physical specimen. Yeah, you know, and, and enough, enough of physical. You're going down. You know, mm-hmm. like it's what the fuck this is. We talking about how do you navigate through negative people? Well, why do you gotta trust who you are first and foremost? Like. I know what I can and cannot go through. And it took me a while. It took me about a couple of years to even figure out who was for me, who wasn't for me. And you get wisdom about these situations in the most unconventional places. Like, this nigga over there that pisses on himself just gave me a gym. I'm over with grandma and grandpa. They ain't giving me shit to use. Ain't this a bitch? Like... <laughs> <laughs> the wino oh, is man. giving me the dope shit. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like, I, and look, he didn't want nothing. He just said, hey, man, you going through some young blood? And he gave you some shit that you can utilize. Mm-hmm. And that's a lesson that keeps teaching and teaching and teaching. Because being the older dude now, like, I never thought I would live, honestly, to be called OG by a bunch of kids, which is funny as hell to me now. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah that's, <laughs> that's something. I, it's, it's something. It's hard for me to grasp. Yeah, it's like yeah, being somebody's OG, like the kids from the Y, like like yeah, you OG now. I'm like, man, come on, like <laughs> I can't even run for president. Don't call me an OG, bro. Uh, like, no, no, I mean, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I have to take it in stride. I mean. A lot of them are exactly who I thought they were going to be. A lot of them, like, oh, you was a little, you was a little fugazi ass motherfucker then. You a grown fugazi motherfucker now, like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, so, but I, uh, yeah, and, and it's like, it's, 
I'll never forget. One time, me and Brad went to go talk to these kids. Sidebar. Talk to these kids at uh, my old high school, Eastmore Academy. Shout out to EA. Um, and Brad, with the most straight face, told these high school kids that some of y'all are doomed to be in the middle. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it wasn't that personal. He said, but it's okay. Everybody's not going to be Michael Jordan. Some yeah. of y'all going to be some role players. Some of y'all going to be Luke Longley. Yeah, ain't nothing, ain't no wrong with Luke Longley. God bless him. Yeah, he he got he made more money than Scottie Pippen. I right, well, some of y'all gonna be cool coach. You know what, what I mean? Saying? And uh, and we made it hilarious because Brad told these little motherfuckers, also with a straight face, did not laugh. Um, they had to like, I'm like, <laughs> straight face. We were all laughing, like, but Brad wasn't because he meant it. He was <laughs> like, you know, because some of y'all are doing to be in the middle. Because Lord knows. We need, you know, we need security guards and strippers and people to make chicken wings. And I don't want to make my own chicken. <laughs> Not at all. Don't they said that to high schoolers on a college prep high school and meant it. And that's okay. So you are be doomed to be in the middle. Uh, you know, and that was energy I gave away for free. Yeah. Y'all welcome. Because we didn't get paid for that. At all. You know what I'm saying? But I am glad to see the the young people flourish. And, you know, so I just actually gave your brother, I just gave Forte some game the other day. Like, you know, some people aren't going to be on your level. Yeah. And some people, you know what I'm saying, some people, and I told him, some people will try to use your energy and what you got go, got going on. Yeah. In the world, I was like, and if y'all know Forte, Forte um, has probably the only poetry night in Columbus, you know, really geared towards um, young black people in the city. Mm -hmm. And uh, if there is another poetry slam night, another way, another way people are doing to express themselves, I do not know of it. So I apologize if there is, but I don't know of it. And he went from doing small little hookah joints to doing it at um, over in the King Arts District. And hopefully he can take it on. He's doing a hip-hop showcase around the city. He's doing a lot of big, positive things. I told him, a lot of people are going to try to ride your wave and mm-hmm. siphon that energy off you because you're doing something that nobody is doing but people can do. Mm-hmm. But they're going to use your energy to try to get to where you're at and beyond. Don't mm-hmm. let the motherfuckers slingshot off of you. Motherfuckers need to, need to earn their keep. Sometimes you go, you're going to do a lot of shit by yourself that you are with somebody the older you get. Oh, man. that that That's an understatement. So, Listen. and I told Forte, I was like, you keep going. And anybody, you know, say any of your friends, you know, or people around you constantly don't want to catch that wave, make them earn it. And, and mm-hmm. all, you know, so, and because they won't appreciate it if you give it to them. They need to earn it because you had to earn your shit too. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Forte, man. I'm glad you're doing great, man. Shout out to BZ, also Alden, little nigga. I love y'all. Yeah, man. Desi. And I mean, it's difficult being a person that has 10, 12 years on somebody because, you know, motherfuckers are still, like, whatever their, like, journey is, there's still people out here wandering in the desert for the little 40 years until they come back home. Like, you're not going to see the light today. So you're going to be around a whole bunch of people that mean you know well. And there's always going to be a voice in your head telling you that you should just shake. You should just shake free and do what works for you. Like, 
I've lost friends to arrogance, my arrogance to their arrogance. I've lost relationships because, well, you know, well, that's not the, that's not the same, you know, because I can find another bitch like her. That's why I don't care. That's my asshole moment. Like, that's what I used to do all the time. I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck about this, you know what I'm saying? Because you're just in a circle of trife. Like, mm-hmm. we doing trifling shit to each other, and this is what's being marketed to young men and young women, you know what I'm saying? And then one day you get your awakening. You know, I should have got this awakening at 25, but here I am 10 years later, just now getting my feet together about getting away from those type of situations because, I mean, people see the good in you. They see the potential in you. Absolutely. But they let that fuel the bigger picture as opposed to just dealing with the mess that you are. And we all a mess. Like, I tell you all the time, I'm not going to leave nobody when they down. But you shouldn't get ten times worse while I know you're down just to see how far, how long I'm going to stay. That's just some bullshit. You should do that to somebody that you yeah. care about. And people show you that they care or they don't care. And it's all about intentions. Fuck actions because... You know, a little fluke thing can happen here and there, but if you intentionally go out your way to show me that you're using me or taking things from me, I have to cut ties with you. Because if I'm around you and it's that type of tension, well, when diplomacy doesn't happen, when it doesn't work, that's when destruction comes right after that. Because whatever, you know, I'm not going to the courts. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> you know I, and, I, and I ain't going to be able to sleep at night knowing that you're still around me and I know you... You just suck all the good out of me, and, and like I, I, I gotta address it, or I gotta stop fucking with you. There ain't gonna be no yeah. common ground on it. Like in it, and a lot of situations, you get to a point where it's like you know, like they're not gonna be moved if you say anything. So that's where you get to a point where I'm just gonna let it go and just stop fucking with you. Yeah, you know what I mean. People who you really, really want in your life, they're doing it and may not know it. You, you're more prone to have that conversation. Like, hey, man, like you, it's really, really take, take, take. And yeah. our interaction with each other and shouldn't be that way. Well, you know what, man? The fact that people think that whatever they give you, they feel whatever they're giving you in return, it's some shit on the same level. I'm like, no, it's, it's not the case. Because, like, I was notorious for, well, I'm not paying that nigga back. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker, bro. If y'all can see this motherfucker's face right now, there's not an ounce of shame in it. <laughs> And it was always like that because, you know, I, I'm never proud of being a motherfucker that could manipulate people that care about me. But that was very much there. But with certain people, I never felt bad because I'm like, he's going to need me at some point. So I owe you $20. But your house burned down. Your girlfriend kicked you out. And the couch is downstairs. You sleep on the couch for a week. I'm pretty sure you've slept on $20 of my couch. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you used $20 of my water to wash your yeah, ass yeah. or to take a piss. Toothpaste. You know what I mean? Wash. Like, you, you've used $20. Right, a couple of uh, So, you know. A couple and, of turkey sandwiches and chips here and you know there. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah you, you, $20, so, yeah. So, I'm not, I'm not giving you no money. for Nigga, you took from me just now. That $20 be more than you. What, what was the $20 going to get you on the street? I'll wait. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some chicken, two orders of twenty piece nuggets. 
know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 and to be quite frank about this shit, too, there's nothing that you can get from somebody that you're willing to pay back if you're in survival mode. And that's what people have to understand. I put something up today talking about now that you're done surviving, it's time to live. Simply. You don't have it in you. Like, I, I can't live my life playing little games for peanuts. Like, yo, you're trying to swim people out of a couple dollars or out of a place to stay until you figure out what your next move. You can't be in that same mode of thinking for 10, 15 years and there's no come up. That's why people laugh at failed drug dealers. Like, bro, listen, you've been doing the same shit for 10 years. You've been selling weed for a year. You should be moving up. The profit margins are better when you move up. I've always said that. Like, if you're, if you're, you need to, everybody needs a cost of living raise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If you're selling weed now, sometime from now, you need to upgrade to cocaine. I hate to say it. Yeah, or fentanyl. <laughs> don't, yeah. Or ecstasy. You know, Whatever. Something, love pills. Something that brings in some more money because you can't be fine where you at. You're not a done product. Or you can do it legally now. You can go out west and open your dispensary. Yeah, but you're gonna have to be. You're gonna be in all types of. <laughs> you're gonna be in all types of competition, which is all that selling shit is. It's all about competition. Yeah, you know what but I'm but the moral of the story: you need to be doing better. Yeah, simply because I'm not gonna look. If I'm a person that's self-realized and I have like I have a focus now, I can't let no. Johnny come lately come through and fuck my shit up I just won't let it happen and that goes for any fly by night girl that goes for any relative that wants to come in and take a piece because I don't think we should grade success by people that have ill will towards us but when you have something substantial to you you're going to go above and beyond to protect it that's only right because there's no such thing as a sure thing in this life. Because people take things from you in this country that they have no business fucking taking. And this is the reality that all of us, male, female, black, white, or whatever, we all have to deal with somebody taking things from us. So protect your energy, protect your assets, protect your body, protect your mental health, protect all these fucking things because if not you, then who? Because it ain't going to be nobody else, especially the older you get. I mean, you know, your mom could help. Your mom can help. Your daddy can help. But they old too. And right. I'm not I would be mad as fuck if my mom did everything to protect me and us to put it in the home. That's fucked up. Yeah. You're a terrible person. Like you could at least get rid of a job where she stay in the basement and watch the kids or something. <laughs> you're a horrible person. Right. And that's their fault too. If you're a bad person, <laughs> you don't have any survival skills for the first eighteen years that's your parents' fault. Whatever you learned in the streets. It ain't, it ain't the parents' fault. There's motherfuckers out here that get arrested. Oh, my living situation is fucked up because of my mama. I'm like, you a hoe-ass nigga. You need to get the fuck away. Right. <laughs> you need to get the fuck you out of here. You got bitch assness on your breath, you know what I'm saying? Man. You grown as fuck and mm-hmm. change your reality and you still mad about some shit that's happening with your people. And then you point fingers. That's you never the, point fingers. That's the thing. You never point fucking fingers. You not being articulate because you want to just go out and do what the other niggas doing. There's, there's books. There's no reason to be stupid these days. It's all about 
discipline and work ethic at this point. It's too much internet for anybody growing up in this new generation. Yeah. I don't know how to fix the toilet. Back then, we used to have to go to these cool things called libraries that none of you know anything about. Oh, they still got it. Libraries have internet access too. That's all the reason they keep the lights on. If they didn't have, if they were still in 1980 in the in the libraries, you know they'd be doing the libraries. Pop locking, cock fights. Oh, that too. They'd be fighting dogs in the middle, right. <laughs> in the middle of the world history section, right. looking like Thailand somewhere. Uh, uh, hey, you know, Thailand ain't that bad. <laughs> oh dear. You can't fix that shit, man. But. To bring it all around, um, I don't know what people are going through. Like, I know what I'm going through and me and mine are going through. But one thing about energy is it's precious. And there's always going to be a transference of energy, whether it be negative or positive. So I try to lead with, you know, positive as much as I can. When you come from dysfunction, destruction... You don't want to live the rest of your life like that. No. Unless you're completely sane in an insane situation. Like, there's some motherfuckers that need to touch things, need things to be broke so they can function. You don't have to do that no more. Like, if I grew up being a young boy listening to people yell and holler all the time, my house is going to be quiet. Period. It's going to be an opera in this motherfucker. And there's only <laughs> no instruments. It's actually... <laughs> <laughs> no, because at some point it has to make sense. And how do you heal doing much of the same situation? And your way hasn't been working for you thus far. Right. Why would you want to keep on the same way? Like right. you're just gonna squeeze blood out this? No, nigga, it's it's, it's bad. Let it go. Yeah, relationships should be about reciprocation, whether it's family, friends spouse whatever the case may be well it has to be organic too and it definitely has to be organic can't you like if you feel like you got to keep putting a gun to a motherfucker's head to give them for them to give you what you're giving them it's probably time for you to just space yourself out from that person it's not going to do you any good in the long run as somebody speaking from experience it really doesn't and all it does is have you sit up thinking Stop fucking with that motherfucker. Because it's, for every one person that don't want to be around you, another two will. I mean, you got that ratio skewed, but whatever. Because, <laughs> listen, if you're a terrible person, motherfuckers will gravitate towards you faster and they will stay with you longer. Yeah. When your person's talking that positive shit, people will find a way to get their, get their self out of your life. Because when you're positive, that means you want the people around you to be accountable. And accountability is the garlic to all these terrible motherfuckers. Like, oh, no. (laughs) This can't be my fault and it's just me and you. You had to do something. You did this. Ooh, no. The comparison to calling them vampires and we're talking about people sucking energy is the best thing you've done in this past hour. Thank you for that. Thank you, sir. Hey, man, I'll be trying. I'll be winging it like a motherfucker. I'll be trying to get get it to go. Uh, well, <laughs> any quick final thoughts? Uh, nah, man. Uh, just stay away from these whole ass niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was and whole ass niggas is people of all races, okay? Don't just think yeah. it's, it's black men that are doing whore shit. No. Right? Stay away from them Karens. Stay away from all these motherfuckers that 
take the joy out of everything, man. Just keep, keep that positive energy for yourself and only invest it in people that are willing to invest in you. That's my final thought. Yes, sir. This has been the Free Lunch Bunch. I am Brad the Dad. And I'm Matt Piper the Villain. You can catch us on Anchor and Spotify. Until next time.